0: Today is Thursday, September 30th, 2021, and this is Montana at noon. I'm Josh Margolis, your weather command forecast for the rest of your Thursday, sunny, high 70 to 75, southwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Tonight mostly clear, lows 40 to 45, south winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Friday, partly cloudy, high 65 to 70. Northwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Friday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain showers in the evening, then partly cloudy after midnight. Lows 35 to 40. North winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Saturday, sunny, high 70 to 75. South winds up to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the southwest in the afternoon. Saturday night, partly cloudy, lows 40 to 45. Sunday through Tuesday, mostly clear, high 75 to 80, with lows 40 to 45. And Tuesday night and Wednesday, partly cloudy, lows 45 to 50, highs 75 to 80. Haver Police Chief Gabe Matisich says a man was hospitalized after being struck by a vehicle in Haver on Wednesday afternoon. Matisich says his department was dispatched to the scene at 4.56 p.m. on the 100 block of 7th Avenue, when a man driving a pickup truck struck a pedestrian when trying to turn south out of the west exit of the IGA parking lot. The pedestrian, who was walking eastbound from the west side of the street, was struck by the front end of the pickup. Matisich says the victim regained consciousness shortly after officers arrived. The victim was transported to Northern Montana Hospital with injuries. The male driver was the only occupant of the pickup and remained at the scene after the crash. The incident remains under investigation. The Friends of the Chinook Pool and Park Foundation are set to hold a brewfest this Saturday at Sweet Memorial Park beginning at 4 p.m. Foundation President Heather DePriest says this fundraiser will raise money for a multi million dollar project to upgrade and sign Sweet Memorial Park and the Chinook City Pool. We've had to remove a lot of playground equipment that has been aged over time and has become unsafe. So the park is, is in need of upgraded equipment as well as a lot of different upgrades in reference to its drainage. As for the pool, De Priest says it has been deteriorating over time, and she would like to see it turn into an attraction that brings in people from all across the High Line. We are looking to put in a splash pad, tower water slides, and then also upgrade our pool itself, which is seeing a lot of despair over the years. So it needs a new gutter system, and we're also redoing a lot of the pool and chemical system. Music at the Brewfest will be provided by the Stonebroke String Band, and the Blaine County Wildlife Museum is providing the barbecue. The Montana Free Press reports that the Office of the Commissioner of Higher Education has made short work of distributing funding for new K 12 educator preparation programs approved by the legislature through House Bill 403 this spring. Three grants were approved this summer for initiatives designed to usher high school juniors into the teaching field, marking the state's first direct investment in a recruitment and retention model. The grant recipients are MSU Northern, Stonechild College, and Blackfeet Community College. They are all set to receive a total of $112,000 over the next two years with the requirement that they partner with a public school district on the state's critical educator shortage list. MSU Northern and Stonechild College have partnered with area high schools across the High Line to offer dual credit opportunities and mentorships to high school juniors specifically geared toward educator preparation. Stonechild has partnered with the Box Elder and Rocky Boy school districts, while MSU Northern has already partnered with six area districts. The Montana Department of Environmental Quality is providing funding opportunities to help curb nitrogen oxide emissions with clean transportation. The grants are available for both public and private entities. The first funding opportunity matches funds to replace older diesel trucks, buses or airport ground support vehicles with battery electric, alternate fuel, or diesel vehicles. This can include garbage trucks, street sweepers, bucket trucks, buses, or vehicles that service aircrafts between flights. The second funding opportunity is the Clean School Bus Program that applies to school districts statewide and matches funds to replace older diesel school buses with newer diesel, gasoline, propane, low nitrogen oxide, certified, or battery electric buses. Visit deq.mt.gov energy slash program slash fuels for more information. And now taking a look at local COVID-19 updates for today. We'll start with Hill County, which yesterday reported 25 new COVID cases, 14 recoveries, and 1 hospitalization discharge. Total case count for Hill County, 2,866, 148 active, 8 hospitalized, 2,665 recoveries, 53 deaths. They remind everyone that they're working quickly through the positive tests, but they're not able to reach everyone the same day the test results are in. So if you're showing symptoms and have been tested, stay home until you get a call from the health department or you've been symptom-free for 48 hours. Over in Blaine County, yesterday they reported 17 new COVID cases and 18 recoveries. Total case count for Blaine County, 1,154, 94 active, 1,036 recoveries, 24 deaths. And they're offering COVID vaccinations today from 1 to 4.30 p.m. at their health department, 420A Ohio Street in Chinook. With all three vaccines available, call 357-2345 if you've got questions. No other counties in our listening area provided COVID case updates over the last 24 hours so we'll move on to state news. And we'll start off with a look at that COVID-19 dashboard from DPHHS. In today's update, the state reported 1,217 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the cumulative total to 151,033. Active case count, 11,763. Active hospitalizations, 415. Death toll, 2009. Counties with the most new cases today, Yellowstone, 236. Cascade, 130. Missoula 125, Gallatin 107, Flathead 105, Lewis and Clark 85, Butte Silverbow 67, Lake 45, Lincoln 41, Ravalli 35, Custer 34. And looking at the vaccine dashboard for today, total COVID 19 vaccine doses administered in the state is up to 1,005,665, with 487,839 Montanans fully immunized that's 53% of the eligible population. Over the last 48 hours, a few milestones were reached on the COVID-19 dashboard for Montana, as total vaccine doses topped a million, death toll topped 2,000, and total cases topped 150,000. And when it comes to the death toll surpassing 2,000, Governor Greg Gianforte said in a statement that it's a solemn and tragic milestone. Officials fighting the Shedhorn Fire in the upper Taylor Fork Creek drainage area between Big Sky and West Yellowstone say that two unauthorized drone flights have hampered containment efforts. The fire was reported Monday afternoon and officials with the Custer-Gallatin National Forest say that they have had to temporarily stop aircraft operations due to the incursions. As of Thursday morning, the fire was at 74 acres with no containment. No structures are threatened at this time. Yellowstone National Park officials say an autopsy has revealed that 67-year-old Mark O'Neill of Washington State died of hypothermia. O'Neill's body was found on the east side of Shoshone Lake on September 20th. The search for his brother, 74-year-old Kim Crumbo of Utah, is ongoing. Search and recovery efforts are being made by foot, boat, and helicopter, as well as with search dogs. O'Neill and Crumbo were reported overdue by a family member September 19th from a backcountry trip to Shoshone Lake. The incident remains under investigation. Taking a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. We'll start in Hill County, where winter wheat $6.99, spring wheat $8.71. Blaine County, winter wheat $6.89, spring wheat $8.66. Liberty County, winter wheat $7.04, spring wheat $8.71. Shodo County, winter wheat $6.99, spring wheat $8.71. And Phillips County, winter wheat $6.84, spring wheat $8.61. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. K. Shizuko Miyashiro Riska, 64, left us on September 24th, and is now at peace after a long struggle with cancer. Cremation has taken place, and a celebration of life will be held at Boxcar's Restaurant and Bar in Havre on Saturday, October 2nd, 1.30 p.m. In lieu of sending flowers, please send donations in honor of K. Riska, and make checks payable to Benefice Foundation, Gift of Life Housing, P.O. Box 7008, Great Falls, Montana 59406. Dennis Delane Kenfield, 83, passed away Thursday, September 23rd, at Benefice Hospital in Great Falls. Public visitation will be held today, that's September 30th, 4 to 7 p.m. at Holland and Monine Funeral Chapel. His graveside service will be 1 p.m. tomorrow, that's Friday, October 1st, at Highland Cemetery, with Reverend Sue King officiating. His burial will follow the service. Memorial contributions in Dennis's honor may be made to the United Methodist Church in Chester, that's 510. West Monroe Avenue, Chester, Montana, 59522. Floyd W. Danbrook, 78, passed away Thursday, September 23rd at Benefice Hospital. At his request, cremation has taken place and a memorial service to celebrate his life will be held 2 p.m. tomorrow, that's Friday, October 1st, at Geraldine's Community Church. Memorials in Floyd's honor may be made to the Geraldine Volunteer Fire Department. The Geraldine Community Church to a memorial of your choice and that does it for your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.